can show you the world. You know what you gotta lay off of? Huh? You gotta lay off that. I'm just saying it because you wanted me to lay off something. You're all salty now because I'm of just, that. Dude. I'm just trying to get you back. Now I can just show you the world. Yo, 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 yo. What it is, everybody. It is the what is. <laughs> Isn't that another podcast? Oh, no, let's say what. <laughs> what is say? Uh, uh, anyway. I was uh, just re, re, rearranging the words you said. What it is. It is the what is. I don't know. <laughs> Talking like Yoda. But what is this? Uh, Where, what are we doing here, Daniel? We are, believe it or not, the Desire the Fire podcast. Welcome. Yes, congratulations. You found us. I don't um, know if you tried finding us, but you found us. Somehow, someway, you ended up listening to this episode. And uh, if you're already regretting it, good, because that's pretty Stay much a preview and us. a Stay with foreshadowing us. of what the rest of the episode is going to be go. about. Um, yeah, it's good to good to catch you guys, everybody. This is episode 19, 19. of our first season. So we're, we're like second to last episode here for yes, a while. Yes, this season has been incredibly long. We started this podcast over a year ago. Has it been over a year ago? It's like, yeah, I don't remember. Are we averaging at least one podcast a month? No, just over one podcast a just month. Just over one podcast a month? Yeah, so un- uh, while, while the season is a misnomer of types in that it isn't really a season but a year... We are just about to wrap up our first season of the podcast. And so for those of you guys who have been faithful to be with us from the beginning until now, which is all two of you. Who who are they? Chandler and DP. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man, we got um we got your your friend. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. Uh no, but uh yeah, for those of you guys who have been faithful to follow us, we do have a lot of plans, and we're going to talk more about that next episode. But this is episode 19, and 19. we wanted to just talk like we do every episode. <laughs> Isn't that what podcasts are? <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel it's like podcasts, talking. <laughs> podcasts are for people who want to make money listening to their own voice. It's, it's hard to, like, podcast and, like, like dancing podcasts where they just dance. <laughs> Well, Unless it's a video podcast. Yeah, you can go <laughs> that video road where it's like just oh, interpretive man. dance. There's no Inter- words at all. It's Interpre- just you're, you have you, to interpret have every to, motion. Dude, that's that's harder to interpret than the Bible. You know, I, I yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I, I uh, actually took dance classes in college. I don't know about you. I took I took dance five. Yeah, so I got a solo part. One of our one of our uh, assignments was to go watch a performance. Oh, right? I did too, the interpretive dance performance. Yeah, and I sat there, <laughs> and I came out of it, and I felt like oh man, I didn't learn anything over the last like two hours. The performance was like two hours. Yeah, and I went in and out, and it was just like, what did I just watch? Not even know what did what I just did I watch just like, do with my life. What was <laughs> what occurred in the last two hours that I could have done instead of doing this? You know, but. I don't uh, understand how people go into that. Well, I mean, if you kind of have the, the the, I'm probably offending a lot of people here. No, I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, if anything, uh, we come off more ignorant right now. Here but, we are, super ignorant. But, but I don't. I just don't understand it. I I think if you know, because like if you look at the playbill or, yeah. or the thing, it kind of tells you the background or the inspiration of the thing. You could kind of just see, oh, this is that theme being expressed by by my dance and. You know, it's. I mean, art is an expression, isn't it? Isn't that 
it's not necessarily a story or anything like that, but That's it's true. Like an That's expression true. of people something. Can, so. People can crap on my art. Yeah. <laughs> oh, your your YouTube channel. My stories. <laughs> is that your your art? Is my fictional pieces. Or your yeah, the website you got going <laughs> too. The one that's uh, sir, uh, the server for all of our <laughs> podcast episodes that you don't want to mention. Yes, Chandler has a secret website. So if you look and scour the internet, look for Chandler, and you'll probably come across first, Chandler first from Friends. First one to win will get a shout-out. Someone that actually finds your website, you mean? Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, because if you're looking up Chandler on the internet, it's probably like it Chandler being. Yeah, there's a lot more interesting more, much more interesting chandlers out there google might correct you and say did you mean to say handler <laughs> instead of chandler <laughs> like I, I don't know <laughs> anyway uh welcome to the desire of the fire podcast uh yes uh today we're gonna be talking about something that's uh kind of it what inspires who we are today uh about our world views and um what i mean by that is basically what has shaped who you are to be the person that you are i think i think you missed the point look at point b uh, my phone turned off and it's kind of hard to read point B. My point B says there's <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shoot. laughs> this is what happens when you edit something and don't proofread it. <laughs> but yes, uh, Chandler was having fun with something that you guys will never see. Hopefully, but yeah, he didn't. Uh, he didn't fix that. Outline. I lit- literally copied we and pasted outlines here, folks. our outline from last episode and I just forgot to erase one point it's funny we're gonna skip that point yes <laughs> and go back to the point that i was originally on yes yes yeah <laughs> so uh we're talking about worldviews today you know chandler you and i are very different people and you could say that a worldview kind of affects your personality but moreover i th- i feel like it affects your action uh more than anything else are so you calling me out here no I- i'm just calling no, me I'm out, saying- bro yeah well <laughs> you want a piece of me <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that <laughs> I never understood. <laughs> I never understood the you want a piece of me thing. Like my fist is a piece of me, and, and you want you want to. I'm gonna give you a piece fist? of me. Is that what it means? I never understood that saying. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Oh really? The fist is a piece of me, and but you'll you never give me fist? your fist, no matter how hard you hit me. No, I, well, I mean it can imprint the. Oh, but that's not giving me a piece. Pr- that's not giving me a piece of yourself. This is why people will stop bullying me after a while. <laughs> it's just too not. It's not worth it. <laughs> oh, I'm crying inside. <laughs> like you repress memories are coming I'm back out. Inside. Um. Okay. So <laughs> going to like worldviews and stuff like that. You see, this is something I've actually been thinking about for years now. Okay. What influences our worldview? Because you know, um, Chandler, you and I are uh, very avid. Fans of many things, many forms. Oh, of we are fans of many things. Right? I'll give you that. <laughs> like we, we all like video we're not, games. We're not the fan of the same thing in many different places. Right, <laughs> but I mean, like, dude, all over, all across the board. Like, for instance, uh, Hearthstone, which has been mentioned for like four. I didn't bring it up, man. Yeah. I didn't bring it up. You, you told me. To I lay told you not to. Lay, I wasn't up, gonna I, bring it up. I, I couldn't help it. You had to come up. <laughs> But yeah, we're gonna right, have a Hearthstone so tournament after yeah, this. Oh my gosh, the no, we're the not, fire Hearthstone tournament. No, we're not. <laughs> we're gonna live live stream it <laughs> on our channel. And we'll put it up on uh, the we'll Facebook videos. <laughs> Chandler versus versus Daniel. And it'll basically just be a one sided battle where I'm just all frustrated. <laughs> and my rage quit. <laughs> oh my so gosh. happy about this. Okay, okay. So well, okay, what so about what about yeah, this? So okay, we play video games. We watch anime. Uh, some of the same anime actually too, right? And then uh, we have gone to church, which is like. Another another thing that uh we're fans of yeah <laughs> I, I like my church I'm a fan of my church 
Shout out to City Chapel. You have to give them a follow. You know, you we have to uh, follow them on our Facebook page now just because of that one shout out. Why? I don't know, I just feel like it's appropriate. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Um so yeah, there's games, movies, sports, anime, teams. sports, sure. I mean we don't even like the same teams. Dude. dude, we don't like any of the same teams. I was going to if the Raiders come to LA. Oh, but, but they're not coming to LA. It's not gonna happen. You guys can stay in Folkland. Oh well, why are you gonna this Oakland, dude? It's one of the scariest cities out there. I'm never going to Oakland ever again. <laughs> I went hey, to the airport one time. There is a game on the twenty fourth. Against the Chargers, December twenty fourth, Christmas Eve, and I was thinking about going to Oakland to watch the football game. You're a baller. So if we have any Oakland fans that are out there, or anyone who's from o- the Oakland area, a little shout out and hit me up on December twenty fourth. What is what to- is this about? Okay, so we're talking about upbringing's environment. What part of your upbringing and environment influenced you to become a Raiders fan? Of all the fans that you can be, <laughs> why? You know, actually, I grew up with a lot of Hispanic people in my life. And they lo- all love the Raiders. Well, they were Well, they wouldn't love the Rams because the they look yeah, kind of yeah. weird. The Rams were kind of like the OC, like the middle Angels. class white people that yeah. were like, yeah, yeah. Angels fans were probably Rams fans because they were in, it was based in that area, right? Yeah. But they have a kind of Utah jazz flavor where there's a lot of white people on the team or something. Sure, sure. <laughs> Raider fans are kind of like Dodger fans. You mean they paralyze people because they like the other team? There's probably been instances of that as we no, if there they has. okay. But like no, um, what I mean is like it's more of the um the ethnic community that likes them. It's more of the uh like they say the doyers. Like doyers and stuff. I mean like yeah, and then uh, it's probably more towards like lower middle upper lower class. People. Why is that? Why is that? Is it because of their trademark and what the look that they they have um is that so that's why that's yeah where you come from actually you know i heard that uh the colors are based on a, his, uh, a mexican gang oh, there's they're like a, based off oh no not mexican based gang? on but uh, i think mexican gangs are based off these colors well yeah yeah that's yeah that's what i meant to say <laughs> oh. and then there, there's just a commonality between that too uh. and then you know with uh like NWA played a big part of it. Uh, oh when yeah, they were down yeah, here. yeah. I saw that ESPN kind of part of that documentary. Yeah, and then like uh, when they were down in LA, they were actually a really good team. They won three consecutive Super Bowls or something. I like did that. not know this. So yeah, then I mean they had a huge like following when they were good. Everybody loves a winner, right? That's true. Look but at for the me, fans. it's more about being a fan now than it was about being a fan when they were good. Because you know I really got into football around like 2000, 2001. It's a long time ago. The Raiders had it's like, like over 15 Jerry years Rice. ago. Yeah, yeah. The Raiders had like Jerry Rice, Tim Brown, Rich Gannon. These guys made it to the Super Dang, Bowl. Jerry Rice hasn't played football in like 15 years. Like 14, yeah. 15 oh my years. gosh, dude, he used to be the man. Yeah, so like when he was on the 49ers. Do do. I'm just kidding, man. You are reason, squirming. Reason why I I insist on staying a fan. It's kind of I I think you and I have this in common. It's kind of uh, off mainstream. You know where it's about. I'm not a fan. So I'm you're a Raider fan, like I'm a Clipper fan. Yeah, in essence, and, and you know it's cool that you're still a Clipper fan now. I mean, it's not like you're not a fan to like make a point that I, I'm I'm against mainstream. But uh-huh. you decided, you know, I'm not gonna be about what everyone else. Uh, I'm not gonna be about the fickle things, but I really want to show my loyalty to a particular group of people and stuff yeah. like that too. So for me, that's like an important value that I was always raised with loyalty uh. to to a specific group and. Like regardless I, of winning or not, right, right, and you know I almost rescinded my fandom to the Raiders when 
when they were about to move to San Antonio or there were rumors about oh moving to San Antonio. Gosh. And that, that would have done it, done it for me. Like, that wow. would have been perfect. Spurs are silver and uh, black yeah, it and works. Uh, Raiders but then are silver and black. The argument is that the LA Kings, the hockey team, is also a silver, silver and black, and black. So, I mean, they could come so down I guess here. the Kings are going to San Antonio as well. <laughs> <laughs> the, one of the hottest cities in America. All these, play hockey. High, some high school, let's say, black and silver. is like, oh, we got to move to San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, like, that's part of our worldview. You know, like, I feel like part of our fan, fan, like, the decisions we make now are based on, like, the kind of people that we are. And so, like, yeah, there's that upbringing, but there's also, like, what we see around us. And, like, you and I growing up in L.A., we see a lot of shallow, fickle people. Right, namely Laker fans. <laughs> Ouch! I'm still a Laker fan, so I'm not. Yeah, fickle. yeah, you are. Those people who are still there with us right now, I think, I think they've proven themselves because it's been. A I don't see any Laker like Laker jerseys anymore. Yeah, I don't see any. I've got to be honest; it's hard for me to wear my Laker jersey because you have a Dwight Howard jersey. <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure that makes it hard as well. <laughs> I have a fake Kobe Bryant jersey oh, from like Korea. Dude, that's tight. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> that Dwight Howard jersey is kind of rough, dude. You I was thinking him. of you just loved hey, him. Yeah. Oh man, you should have gotten someone that wasn't gonna leave. You hurt me, Dwight. You hurt me bad. Should have gotten Jeremy Lin. Oh See, wait, I, he left too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can't keep anybody. But anyway, um, going on to other worldview. Uh, the 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 real thing that started this uh this uh question for me this yeah. thought for me was actually i was watching an anime called shaman king <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is where this this oh my gosh the first time you mentioned this idea to me i was like oh my gosh this is too deep man i can't play off this like, oh you remember you me talking about this no no the, when we were at in front of the chinese mexican beard place <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. oh right 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 okay okay so this all came from shaman king which is a pagan anime well yeah i mean <laughs> of like, all the things shamanism is like the most pagan thing in the uh, world and you know like i was watching this and i remember like i, I was thoroughly entertained by this uh anime did you watch it i thought that samurai guy was cool but besides that it was kind of too weird for me <laughs> well more than the anime too actually it's like getting possessed and yeah yeah they uh take on the spirit of an ancient warrior and they essentially what they do is and they he picks up a wooden stick and then he channels the energy of a samurai right and the spirit of a samurai and he he's fights. imbued by that spirit of the samurai and yeah they get stronger and then these these shaman actually fight yeah. against each other and stuff like that too well you know actually the the philosophy the underlying philosophy behind that anime and i noticed so many other animes is the power of self-will and self-actualization and i uh, yeah yeah and actually i found myself without realizing this is like well into my christianity without realizing i was like oh yeah i need to put exert extra effort i need to be able to try harder and, and so on and so forth i i i i in exactly like you're saying um like it's got to be about your friends one of the more popular enemies out right now is called one piece and it's about the power of friendship and how friends can overcome anything together yeah, like, like that they always use the uh japanese word nakama which means nakama. Like, Japanese time, yeah, it's like companion? companion or something like that. You know, so they they emphasize. Uh, uh, so this name. So this Okay, now we're just getting to very weird. Okay, okay. So what about One Piece? What what about these things? Um, channeled your wor- worldview. Well, that's exactly the thing. Uh, I had to catch myself before 
it really did start to oh so you were getting influenced by right, these right. things before i even knew it like i was like yeah i need to dang i need to work harder i need to have better friends yeah. i need to yeah because all need my have friends better suck. friends because no, all kidding. my friends suck <laughs> i'm just kidding oh no. my gosh i'm see, see you later i'm done <laughs> oh no but on the real it's like you know it really gets you thinking about some of this stuff and how so many young people in the world are being influenced without the right source of information do you know what i'm saying no, I totally get I get what you're saying. I'm trying to I'm I'm thinking. Right. And okay, let me get on the other side of this as well. Okay. So that's the the media and their influence on us. Media yeah. and culture and society. So, but there's also the my family's influence on who I am too. So. Like for stop, dude. He's <laughs> so. got this like Japanese like beard stroke going about himself right now. Japanese, man. But uh anyway, um commonly it's stated that our view of God is largely influenced by our relationship with our dad really the relationship that we have with our father on earth will oftentimes impact the relationship we have with our father in heaven for instance if you find your dad to be a stern disciplinarian a lot of times you'll imprint that uh idea and philosophy onto yourself and project that onto god god okay. is the stern disciplinarian or if you if you grow up with a father who's very uh expressive about the way that he loves you find that your relationship with god is oftentimes uh, hinged on how expressive God is of his love to you and so on and so forth too. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that makes sense. Cause dad, dad, right. Kind it, of trend law of what is it called? What's that math law? Trans transpose transitive property, transitive property. Maybe that's what I'm A thinking. A equals B, B equals C, C equals, A equals D, C. Everything equals each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the only geometry law oh, that I learned. Man. Remember when doing oh, proofs, man. that was the only thing I wrote. Like, Proof number one, uh, transitive property because was, angle yeah, A equals dude, angle B. I was thinking about once you have like kids or something, mm -hmm. and then you have to help them do math homework. I'm gonna be like, no wonder people pay for Hakuan. It's not because Asian the Asian community is all about like making their kids smart. It's because they forgot how to do trans transitive property. <laughs> Chandler, what math did you go to? I don't remember. Like calculus, pre-calculus, I don't know. Did you pass out of calculus? I didn't take like any math in college, man. Not at all? <laughs> well, I took like business math. <laughs> oh, man. Business math, I used to just study one day and be done with it. <laughs> I wrecked my GPA because of uh, calculus B. Ew. Yeah, I, I was very happy. I didn't have to take, I passed out of science because I took AP Bio and then I didn't have to do math because I'm a business major. Hmm. Well, accounting. Well, that brings up a good point, too. Uh, school actually impacts our worldview, totally, too. Totally. Totally. Oh, what about school today? Have you noticed? Might, might have a. Uh, school today? Yeah. I think what I, when, what I experienced in school was that um, they really don't like religion. You they experienced that personally in, in your yeah, own school? Yeah, I think too? so. When I was in, like, how the administration, like, we were both, like, part of a club, and we had to kind of be the face of our club and mm -hmm. do all the administrative tasks and stuff mm -hmm. and handle the s school administrators. And what I realized when dealing with them or, like, interacting with them was that they don't like you for your beliefs. They don't like what you believe. But that's not just the administration. It's, like, everybody else within that school overall. They think that what you believe in is closed-minded. Okay. Uh, and they, they favor the other clubs and give them more leeway and do other things. I don't know. That's one of the things that I experienced. Okay. I, I didn't experience that personally myself. 
It was usually because I was getting there last minute and they like, shut you down, man. Like, oh, this was supposed to be this done is two all weeks we have. <laughs> this is this is all they have, so I'll just take it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh there's also like what's being taught in school too. Um Yeah. You're right. I took a bio like a introductory bio class just for like my breadth requirements and one of the everyone called this class it was bio 30 they called it dirty 30 oh yeah i remember like sex education and stuff like yeah, that why so did you, you take that class i needed an a in a science class <laughs> so you took the dirty 30 well it was like the easiest science class that was they it had easy to offer. it was did, pretty easy did I you get an a? a yeah yeah that's good um but in that class they gave out free condoms to everybody as we were talking about uh STDs. What'd you do with yours? Oh, I didn't get one. I didn't take it. Oh, you didn't get one? I actually took that class with uh, a guy that we're celebrating the birthday for tonight. Oh, really? <laughs> and we were both <laughs> in the same discussion, and, and I was like, That's uh, hilarious. Should I take it? And it's kind of like looking <laughs> like, no, I'm going to pass. <laughs> this is a very awkward situation. Oh, man, it's no, super awkward. Yeah, but yeah, you know, like uh, obviously Christians, Christianity preaches against premarital sex, and. You know, if you're married and taking that class, no no problem. But why else would you need a condom? Like, condoms expire after a certain amount of time anyway. Yeah, I think um, one of the other things that um, really influenced me during college and that can influence you is that everyone around you is like, they're living together, like cohabitation is okay, mm -hmm. like it's natural and that you're given the freedom to do so, so you, why not? Mm -hmm. And I think um, I was talking to some people that were like, were Christians, let's just say, and they thought that it was okay. To live to with certain, like yeah so like you could be a roommate with a guy and a girl yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's fine which is i thought that was a very interesting thought and i heard it was yeah i think there was they were let's say there's a slobs or something they didn't know and then they came to america and then that's what they saw mm -hmm. so they thought it was okay but then korean people you know they're not they're not all that innocent too mm -hmm. but i think who you surround yourself with and what you watch and to think that that's okay without knowing, I think it's a lot easier to think those things if you are in the midst of that. Mm. Yeah, like like you're saying, uh, influence of that culture of everyone that's around you and stuff. We sound to to someone that is hearing this for the first time is probably like, oh my gosh, these people are too conservative. I am pretty conservative. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. But I think one of the things that do like backing that up is that just because you live with them, like like, like a test drive, let's say, mm -hmm. just to get to know them, like divorce rate is higher for those kind of people. No, no, you justify like not living with the other. Yes, your significant don't do it. Okay, well, uh, there's another. And I uh, think being married and living with someone, I think I think you're right in the sense that you don't know who that person is until you live with them. Mm. And I've lived with you, Daniel Peck. And I know you. <laughs> I've seen things that other people have not seen. Uh huh. No, well, <laughs> my wife has seen them now. So yes, but uh, I've seen them. <laughs> no, but okay. So <laughs> when we're going back to the subject of school, this is getting very uncomfortable for myself. <laughs> we're going back to the subject of school. Like, uh, do you remember much of what your elementary school education encompassed? I went to Christian school for elementary school for okay. first to fourth grade. I think even in Christian school, what they teach you is like behavior. Right. So, for instance, in my class, what they would do is they would have like, like a a card system. So if you were misbehaving, you had to pull out a yellow card. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, we right. had something like that too. Right. Okay. So there's that, but there's also uh, 
Red cards means principal, right? Right. You go straight to the principal and stuff like that. So, <laughs> like, in terms of that and how it's affected our worldview, if you behave, you should be rewarded, right? Did you did you get a reward if you, like, were... No, you just get punished if you're bad. You never get oh, okay. rewarded. There's never any reward. <laughs> so, my, my, well, the way my teacher did it is if you got enough stickers. So, if you didn't get any... any um, demerits or whatever. Yeah, demerits or whatever, you, what have you, uh-huh. for the week, you would get a sticker. And if you got enough stickers throughout the year, then you would get a reward at the end of the day. That's too hard. You get punished every single time, but at the very end, you get a reward one time. <laughs> what is this system? <laughs> so, like, I mean, that's that's what it is. It teaches you that you've earned what you get. Okay. That's not necessarily true when it comes to the gospel, though, is it? No. Because you can come first, last, second, first, third, whatever. You get all the same thing. On the very flip side of it, if we got exactly what we deserved... We'd all be in hell We'd right all now. Be in hell. Right. And so like this is that very basic elementary behavioral instruct instru- instructional teaching to each and every it's one of us. It's kinda against the gospel. It skews us in our perception <laughs> of the gospel. Do, does that make sense? Yeah. Like this is like reworking ourselves because of culture and society is, of the way is, the world yeah, works. Society and the way that human beings rank themselves or right. rank things. Right. Like grades. And grades and degrees. Classroom and degrees yeah. and all these different yeah. Scales. So you earn oh, what you gain. Scale. But that is so Contrary to what the gospel is preaching. This is true. And so, you know, like a lot of times as Christians, we got to be aware. Not necessarily. This is very thought provoking because that shows how backwards the gospel is where the gospel they show that it is. Yeah. And to be honest, in a fair working society, this makes sense. The way they teach us in elementary school. Capitalism at at its finest. Exactly. But that's so backwards. You work harder, you get more. Right, right. Kind of. But in this system, everyone gets the same thing and they have to work really hard. Your system was more like socialism. (laughs) (laughs) I think they just got called a socialist. (laughs) Well, I'm saying socialism is wrong. Socialism. I don't even know. No, but... (laughs) Well, that's the most unexpected curveball you threw at me today, dude. Uh, but it's because you're saying that the 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 bad people get punished every single time they do something bad. Mm-hmm. But the good people have to work all year long, and they all it, all the people that work really really hard get one thing. <laughs> and it has to be some sort of like communism, socialism, somewhere somewhere in between. <laughs> Without re- without even realizing it, I was learning communism. Capitalism is like you do something good, and every time you do something good, you get more. So if you do like a, a hundred good things, someone gets a hundred pieces of candy. But if you right. only do one good thing, you get one good candy. Right, one right. candy. <laughs> but uh, on the flip side of that, even capitalism teaches what's contrary to what the gospel is. Uh, yeah, about. definitely. Yeah, so it's, like. It's about me too, capitalism, about mm. how much I do it and right. how I do it. And knocking other people down so I could get ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Using people like letters and words like knives. Yeah, so it's. Those it's, lyrics are copyrighted probably. Oh my gosh, stop quoting that song, dude. I love that song. Okay, but. Uh, we are Jose's wife. We are squandering this life using people like ladders and words like knives. Why do you have that face? (laughs) If this episode gets taken off of YouTube because of... Oh, copyright infringement? (laughs) If they somehow caught that, dude, I'm going to be fairly annoyed. (laughs) Dude, I... That would be amazing. Yeah, but... um, No, so, like, more to the point, definitely we have this system in place right in and our in our lives and not to sound, to sound like a conspiracy theorist but we do have to be aware of how that's everywhere we look in the simple basic systems and structures of our workplace our school our family all these different things everything can influence us 
and alter our cultural worldview so that we end up living a life contrary to what the gospel is. And we miss the gospel, miss the point of the gospel because of the system that's in place, which causes us. That's kind of like saying if you really don't actively think or try to act upon what God has asked us to do through the mm-hmm. Bible, mm-hmm. that it, we will naturally be a part of the system and we will be plugged into the matrix forever. Right. Yes, that matrix. And all of a sudden the awakening happens. And they shove a plug into the back of your head and you Actually, learn martial don't you arts. De- detach the plug and then reattach the plug is somewhere better. With like. martial arts and stuff. <laughs> does that, what does that matter about anything? Does it have to be martial arts? Could it be like driving or something? I know kung fu. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite line in that movie. Are you dude? serious? I know kung fu. <laughs> he starts like one hand. He fights off like a person Listen, with the whole body. I forgot who the... There is supposed to be a different actor. And it wasn't Keanu Reeves. It was supposed to be someone else. Oh, well, I'm glad they casted... Good man, Keanu Reeves. You like Keanu Reeves? Oh, dude, if you hear about some of the... Flu- you like The Last Samurai? <laughs> That's Tom Cruise, dude. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I keep pulling out our monitor. Just because a guy has brown hair and he's white, <laughs> you treat him to the same person. Man, The Last Samurai is really short. Okay, but... I can't uh, believe how short that Last Samurai was. Getting back to the profound point you were getting at before you quoted The Matrix. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I want to get at uh, it's exactly the point. Uh, exactly what uh, Joshua tells us uh, let's do uh, not to not let the word of the law, the word of the Lord depart from our mouth, but to meditate on it day and night. You know, um, uh, if we're not constantly and actively digesting the word of God and indwelt in it or al- allowing it to be indwelt in our lives, we don't stand a chance at living out, not being influenced and not being affected by by the culture and society around us too how the heck are we supposed to live as a christian if we're not even aware of how a christian is supposed to live you know and uh, the word has to be our one and only rooted source to allow us to be able to really uh, live out this life as a christian no wonder then that you see a lot of christian families that are outwardly christian but in their homes there's nothing that really uh, expresses or reflects the faith that they actually believe in a family that doesn't do a QT doesn't have a chance at living out Christianity at home. Yeah, I totally get what you're saying. And I think the people that you surround yourself with and the 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 friends that you have and their the things that the the whole okay, I don't want to bring this back to Hearthstone, but the reason why I'm playing Hearthstone is because of my friends. Cause I wouldn't be playing this game if it wasn't for them because I picked it up initially and then I dropped it. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I went back to it is because my friends were playing. Yeah. So I went back to the game. I started playing it and then I started getting involved because I want to compete with them and I start competing with all these people. And then that's the reason why but in the same way, if we don't, if you don't have anybody that's like God centered or God focused in your life, mm-hmm. it's hard to be an Island. It's hard to be just by yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and there's, there's fellowship and um, being able to share like, having this podcast with you mm-hmm. like I wouldn't be able to do this podcast if I, I didn't have friends you know sure and I think that's that's huge and, and in the same place like in your family if they don't do those things or you weren't raised in that way it's gonna be I'm not saying it's impossible but more than likely you're sh- the shot of you understanding how to live life or even living a life in that way is not it's it's gonna be hard to attain or, or you won't know you won't understand how you how to do it. Right. And this is kind of a weird analogy, but um, one of the things that I noticed with my family was that um, when I was living with my parents is that they sleep really late. So they sleep at like one, 
one o'clock ish, let's say two o'clock ish, uh-huh. and no one would be able to sleep because they're always up. Everyone's up. Right, right, right. But as soon as I moved out to college, and when I was living in our house that we lived in, we were yeah, sleeping yeah. super early. Yeah, we were we were knocking out at like nine. <laughs> yeah, dude. like even sometimes even before nine because we were so tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and. That 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 went on for a really long time. I noticed, and it was really hard for me to sleep because the, my whole life and lifestyle had been revolving around sleeping at midnight or past midnight. Sure, and that's just what I knew. But I realized once that happened, I stopped sleeping that late, and I was just sleeping at normal time. And a lot of things in life just changed just because I was influenced by the people around me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's a question for you, Chandler. If, for instance, some of our listeners might be in this particular situation, too. If, for instance, you didn't have that community, but you knew that there was a type of living that you wanted to follow through. In fact, godly living. Yes. How do you stand a chance at doing that? I think you got to find that community. Well, say, like, I became Christian in the heart of, like, Muslim Iraq or something like that. Yeah, that's why it's hard. Well, I think there's a lot of different places you can go. There's the internet. Um, if you can, if you have the opportunity to witness and to tell people about your beliefs and um, make your share. own com- community. Yeah, you can share and make your own community. Um, I think, yeah, that's the only thing you can do. You can either go find it or you can go witness. You should do You should do both, technically speaking. Yeah, actually, I, w- I was really thinking about you guys, our listeners, when... Uh, we started this conversation about the worldview and let's be honest, some of you guys just aren't in a place where um, you can actually find a good Christian community and it, it might not be that any any community is going to come anytime soon. You might find yourselves helpless in that situation. How the heck do you stand a chance of living out as a Christian? Um, truth be told, it's my sincere and wholehearted belief that it has to go back to the word. If you're not digesting the word daily, you have no idea what God, um, first of all, instructs us to do. But secondly, to uh, as to how to approach various situations. Thirdly, you have no idea where the strength to do that comes from. And fourthly, you have no, no opportunity to really experience living faith in your own life. Um, I find that Many times when people ask me for a solution to their problem, it's that I'm the first person that they've asked. And rather than consulting with God first, it's just like I want to ask people rather than God. I want to get the answer that seems to be catered personally directly to me. But I got to tell you that the profound impact of finding that somehow in the word as you're doing your regular QT has so much more significant and far uh, longer lasting impact in our lives than to simply find uh, someone whose two cents might make me feel better than right now. For instance, um, many of my own personal convictions and how I've been able to live out those things for the last couple years have come squarely on the basis of my conviction that God has responded to my question in the word first and foremost too. So if there's nothing else that I can uh, try to impart upon everybody here today, uh, one of the things that I do want to get get at is this, that in order for us to not be caught up with the rest of the world, to not live of this world. You know, the, the NOTW stickers that everybody started rocking. To in oh, NOTW. Not of this world, right? And uh, in order to not be a part of this world, we have to know what it's like to live outside of it. 
And the only way to know about the culture that's out outside of it is to know about uh, the one that's actually created that world outside and how he feels and how he wants us Go to Go straight live. to the source. Right. I so, agree. You know, with that in mind, uh, I if there's anything else you want to chime in on, now will be the time or else we'll go into the scriptures. Let's do it. Scripture. Okay. So, uh, it's perfect. You've got to go to the source. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good segue. Uh, so to go into our word and to dive into it this week, uh, our scripture, our, our scripture actually comes from second Timothy chapter three, 16 and 17. It's a, um, pretty famous passage and you might've heard it already, but it says here, all scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking and training in righteousness. So that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Amen. It seems like our only chance does come from the word. And the word itself seems to acknowledge that too. So just on that note, uh, I do want to encourage everybody to yeah, start your regular QT today. If you haven't already been doing so, it's never too late. And you'll be amazed at what God can answer in your prayers and in your, you know, what's cool is the Bible app actually does a daily reading plan and it doesn't give you something too heavy. It's like verses. Oh yeah. 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 I've done a number of different devotionals and it's just like two verses. And if you want to read the Bible in a year, they have a plan for that too. Yeah. Yeah. They have a lot of different things. And they've even put up like devotionals along with verses nowadays too. Yeah. So that they kind of elaborate different things for you. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, Bible app is a great app. To I think be. the Bible app will even read you the Bible too now. Oh yeah, you could just it's plug that into your that. your car, like the aux cable on your car. Yeah, and then they they have the audio version on it that right. someone's reading. Right. Yeah. So if you're listening to this podcast in your car, I want you to turn off the podcast right now. Go open no, up the Bible no, app. They're gonna get into car accident. <laughs> Make sure you stop, pull over, <laughs> turn on the Bible app, listen to your passage or whatever it is of, uh, of the day or well, whatever it is you want to read, and then. Then you can tune back into our podcast. But we're pretty much done anyway. So <laughs> before you listen to the next episode of whatever podcast you're going to listen to, we do want to recommend that and highly implore of you to to go to the word. Uh, yeah. And the Bible app is a great app to be checking out to do that. Uh, anything else, Shannon, before we wrap it up for today? Yeah. Um, guess who would have been the actors for the Matrix movie if Keanu Reeves... <laughs> Lawrence Fish, or if if the Wachowski, they're not the brothers anymore, but the Wachowskis had their way with who was going to be casted. Who was going to be Neo? Neo would have been Will Smith. Will, oh, oh, that's an interesting take. Okay. Um, Trinity would have been Janet Jackson. So they were going to go with the African American cat. And um, Morpheus would have been Sean Connery. <laughs> Sean Connery. <laughs> wow, that would have been an incredibly different movie. Yeah, you know what? That yeah. I want to see that movie though. No, you know what? It would have turned me off because of all the like the cool thing about The Matrix was that it wasn't these like mainstream like A-list Hollywood actors and stuff on there. Well, I guess Will Smith isn't really Will Smith and Janet Jackson are like what B-list celebrities? No, dude, Will Smith is A-list. He's like S-list. Is he? Okay. Yeah, dude. But like the appeal to it is that there's Trinity's character, you've they're never kinda, seen you mean her before. They're like kind of more real to you because yeah, they're yeah. not you, you haven't seen them anywhere else, and The Matrix was their big thing. Right, except uh, Keanu Reeves did come out in like a lot of random movies. Lawrence Fishburne made a lot of movies before Matrix. Yeah. But anyway. That, ga- that tooth gap, man. Yeah, dude. Gets he, me every time. There's a movie I like uh, about gang life in L.A. What it's is it called? called? Boys in the Hood. Oh, yeah. He, com- he, out, he comes out as the dad of 
the main character. Oh, he he'd make a great dad. He was a uh, <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr. was the the main character in that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you never think about Cuban Cuba Gooding Jr. and think L.A. gangster, you know? But, but no, he's he's very dynamic in his acting. I think yeah, he's one yeah. of those characters, or he's one of those actors can do, that can do a lot of different things. But yeah, that's it, guys. Um, enough of the Matrix. Um, let's get plugged in survival. Yes. Is that how you desire the fire? Is that the true fire? Well, Is that the true fire within your heart? I guess so, huh? It's burning. It's burning in your heart right now. I don't know. The Bible, the Bible describes fire as a spirit. Spirit, Holy Spirit. Holy uh, spirit come on. Whatever. Just get burning, everybody. Just keep burning. See you guys. Got one more after this? One more? One more. When will it come? It will come the week after this one. Will it? Yes. I hope so. See you guys. God bless you.